If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Guess what, Jay? What's going on, Megan? The hotel I stayed at did not have TLC. Ooh. I broke the TV. (laughs) That's not true. Uh, But I did watch 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days on my iPad. So I don't know about you. We we talked about this this morning that episode 10 is nowhere to be found. Right. It was there for a quick minute. I remember because I checked it out on my on-demand. I'm like, oh, I should watch it. But it was going to be like two weeks early. Yeah, you were going to watch part one of episode 10 before you saw part two of episode nine. Right. But I was like, I can't do that. It's no. going to throw everything it's gonna off. It's going to get so way too confusing. I'm going to wait. And then I waited and now it's just mysteriously gone. Hi, welcome to the Reality Bites podcast. It's Megan and Jay. Episode 10 of 90 Day Fiance Before the 90 Days is not on YouTube. It is not on, on demand. demand. It is mysteriously absent, which leads me to like <laughs> all my conspiracy theories start kicking in. Like someone at TLC has heard this and knows that we're watching them online before they air and is now they've like scrubbed scrubbed it clean so in your theory we are already making it mm-hmm. to the top yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> already there <laughs> uh how was your weekend i mean i know it's it's like past the weekend but i haven't seen you in a few days weekend was good like i said brother came into town from australia he's kind of jet set and just stopping in real quick before he how goes. long is he here for he's here for like two more days and then he's going like other places he's uh taking off from work for about 11 months and he's going to travel the world go to patagonia a year sabbatical yeah kind of yeah something like that he doesn't have to produce anything though so it's not really a sabbatical it's just... how do you i don't how do, how do people have money to do that like how i spent five days in new york city six five i don't i don't even know how many days it was at this point but like it's so expensive or maybe i just spent a lot of money i mean i guess you could do it on a budget if you had to no i'm already like hey when's our next payroll coming up because i am ready to get some funds in my account now yeah. i understand yeah uh for sure yeah how was how was the trip to new york my bad. It, it was great <laughs> i uh i won't bore you with the details because i realized you know my best friend called me yesterday and i started going over like every aspect of my trip and i was like she doesn't care because nobody cares if they're not on the trip with you when somebody comes back and starts trying to tell you everything and show you all the pictures you're like well certain things like you showed me some of the stuff that you did in new york and i was like wow that is actually kind of cool and interesting yeah oh well so okay so i will tell you one story about i went online my dad is a huge Stephen Colbert fan. Oh, yes. Really wanted to go to a taping of the Colbert show. So so he, you can only request two tickets at a time. So he goes online to this ticket site and he requests two tickets and then he tells me to do it. So I go and request one ticket because it's just me. Well, I got one and they didn't. So they were like waitlisted and when we got (laughs) to the theater my parents weren't going to be able to get in and I just kind of felt like, no, this is our trip. We're here together. So I, I gave my ticket up. But Hillary Clinton was the guest that night Stephen Colbert and Hillary Clinton I know but what we did was we walked around the corner and all of a sudden we saw all the paparazzi posted up and like a barricade
barricade and fans were standing there and we're like, oh, this is where she's going to get out. Sure enough, we stood there. She got out and waved to us. And so, so we got to... I still got to see her. And then we went and watched Colbert that night. And I got to see what I had missed. <laughs> it's had I almost been in like the audience. <laughs> um, but no, that was, uh, that was exciting. But you feel however you want to feel about her. We're not, I'm not on this podcast to get political. I happen to love her. And so I was really excited, but man, I posted the video on Facebook and the vitriol. It's just finally, oh, I, yeah. And I was like ignoring it, ignoring it, ignoring it. Cause I was like, you can't feed the trolls. Don't feed the trolls. Finally, I snapped. <laughs> they're so hungry though, Megan. They're so I hungry. Know. And I commented <laughs> something about how like, and that's what I said. I said, feel however you want to feel about her. But I would just like to point out that never once have I gone on your page and commented something rude, obnoxious, or negative about anything that you post that I don't happen to agree with. I said, I find it hilarious that grown adults can't see something they don't like and just keep scrolling. Yeah, that's the weird thing to me about social media. Right. Like, oh, I have to put my two cents in. Like, it's one thing if you don't like what someone else posts or what they have on, you know, their timeline and stuff. But who, like, why do you feel like you have to let me know that you don't like it? Exactly. Exactly. So I so I responded to it and I was like, oh, that was a good one. Because it's true. I f- say whatever you want. If I don't agree with it, I'm just going to keep going. I'll ignore it. I might mute you so I don't have to see any more of your posts right. that I don't agree with. But as soon as I did that, he like deleted his comment. Good. Well, he's probably unfriended me, but whatever. It's like I, I respect if you have different beliefs. I mean, the, that's the beauty about living where we live. You can believe whatever you want. You have freedom to do that. I just don't understand why people have to. Because no one would ever like come up to you and be like, oh, those are stupid shoes. Like no one would ever say that. Never. But- online it's like oh say anything those shoes it, it's, you know i was reading i'm not gonna i'm gonna get way off on a tangent so soon <laughs> in the podcast episode but i was reading this article is really interesting about the psychology of anonymity or the psychology of being able to say things online that you would never say to someone in real life and more specifically how it breeds uh, hatred and violence and and all of these mm. like super negative thoughts that in your everyday life if you took the internet out of the equation and you weren't hiding behind your keyboard a lot of feelings come up when all of a sudden you feel protected because you're not face to face with someone. Absolutely true. It was yeah, it was really interesting. But um I go back to my hotel room Sunday night and there was only like four channels to watch, which I thought was so odd. I've never stayed in a hotel where you have like four <laughs> channels to choose from. So I did get out my TLC on the go app, TLC Go, mm-hmm. watched part two of episode nine of Ninety Day Fiance before the ninety days. Like we said earlier, episode ten is nowhere to be found, so we'll have to recap that early next week but as we saw on part two of episode nine things are not going well for tim and jennifer (laughs) that escalated quickly with those two because at first she was being so patient with him and at first every little thing that kept coming up she was like she would say to the camera in her on-camera interview like i don't understand why he won't just kiss me and why you know he won't make a move and then apparently after that night when they things were going really well And then Tim was the one who brought it to a stop because, as he said, he kind of got stuck in his own head and he was overthinking everything. But it turns out the next day she uh, she she, felt some kind of way about it. And she she was going to let him know they wake up the next morning and they go to some sort of of national park. Yeah. And what he said kind of struck me, which was she knows that 
I wasn't going to be okay with this. Like she did this on purpose. She brought me here knowing that I'm terrified of heights that I wasn't going to want to do it. Yeah, I did notice that too. And so they start off the day in the park and, you know, they go and they see like the animals. There's like, it's a weird parrots thing. Parrots and, and uh, ostriches. ostriches and stuff like that. And he's kind of acting a little scary of the, he said, oh, terrifying the parrots. And the parrot did kind of attack the cage when she came near it. But he does seem kind of like everything is an issue with him. Like he doesn't, it's really hard. He to, doesn't seem very easygoing and He relax. doesn't seem easygoing. I don't know. She might know that he's not, uh, he doesn't like heights, but. Well, she knew that when they were on the gondola. On the gondola. And he was, wasn't, didn't like that. But it kind of leads me to believe, so what does he like? And do, is she under the impression that he's a little more outgoing than he actually is? Because it seems like he might have like put in his profile when they talked he made it sound like oh yeah i'm this kind of guy who likes to go hiking i'm go with the flow i, go with I, the like, flow, I like whatever. to do stuff outdoors and then when it comes down to whatever <laughs> that is absolutely not the case it has not been the case well, and that's what she said she pointed out the fact like hey i took you to my dad's farm you like you're impossible to please you're never happy like what what do you like to do what is it that that you do want to go do because everything i seem to bring up you don't want to do so i saw a meme that was actually hilarious and it was like jennifer at the top asking so what do you like to do and then the picture underneath had tim putting on those gold <laughs> under eye masks that's, that's about it i think he likes getting manicures i think he likes going to like a day spa he strikes me as the kind of type of guy who's into you know but we saw him in one of the very early episodes remember they went to the uh the little race car park where they did the race cars around the track, like in the very first episode with uh, Veronica yep. and his daughter. So, you know, I mean, that's not super adventurous, but well, it's kind of se- like seven-year-olds do that. I mean, I- <laughs> but it seems like he doesn't want to do anything. Seven-year-olds right. also like the right. zoo, and he's and, and complaining about it being hot. And I love her line of "It's the sun. What? There's nothing I can do about it." Yeah, like, what, like that- you want me to turn it off? I don't. I don't know what you want. <laughs> and and can I just comment about his fashion choices? Like, what were those? What do you call? Are they like jorts? I like kept the- thinking of them as capris. I know they're a little long or a little short to be capris, but to, in my mind, I'm like, why are you wearing like, capris? What do you even call those? They were longer than shorts they hit him like mid Mid, shin yeah mid shin mid calf they were not flattering the shirt was not very flattering either and then i started wondering like does tim work out is that something that he does in his daily routine i I know they have mentioned at all i think his version of taking care of himself includes more like having a skincare regimen right (laughs) but that's what's odd too is that she's obviously a fitness fanatic you said that you were on veronica's page and she's like veronica is stacked (laughs) like i was don't even ask me how I got on Veronica's page. Well, because Tim and I are now friends on Facebook. That's true, that's true. So I clicked on Tim's page, and I was scrolling through his stuff, and then somewhere she was tagged in something, and then I clicked on her page, and an hour later, I'm scrolling through Veronica's Facebook page. She's into yoga, and I mean, if you watch the show Playing House, have you ever seen it? I have not. Have you ever heard the expression, body be banging? Yes. Okay, so, yes. so they say that a lot on that show but veronica body be banging i was like whoa so veronica obviously is into like that very healthy active lifestyle and i don't know anything about the other colombian because we've only seen pictures but it seems like she's very healthy and in shape as well so it kind of seems like there's a theme with the ladies he dates does he portray himself as someone who also is interested in that tim went to the gym he definitely (laughs) doesn't lift like i could maybe see him on a rowing machine maybe 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 like an elliptical or something like that (laughs)
elliptical. On the elliptical, on his phone type of situation. So a stationary bike, maybe. Jennifer also <laughs> is throwing out the P word an awful lot. Yeah. And I know personally, I was like getting upset. And I'm like, man, that's not even me. Like, right. I know if. Right. That's the one word that can. I, that word and calling a guy creepy, I think, are two things that can really emasculate and push buttons because. Oh, yes. And if you call, I mean, in my experience, if you call a guy that the first time he's either getting mad or, you know, he's trying to prove that he's not. And Tim seems to just take it like, okay, well, you want to call me that? That's fine. Right. So maybe that's Um, admirable. I don't know. But so where we leave off with these two, you know, she's basically like, you know, you don't want to do anything. You're you're never happy. Maybe you're not the guy for me. And he goes, maybe I'm not. And she's like, (laughs) then go. He kind of did man up in a sense a little bit when she was really trying to force him on that swing. He was kind of like, nope, not going to do it. Oh, well. He was completely shut down. Yeah. She was frustrated. Like we've said all along, it doesn't feel like there's going to be much coming back from any of this for these two. It's it's just time to cut your losses and make the most of your last couple of days in Columbia and go home. And I will say she also brought up a point that you may or may not have made earlier when she said he gets the Grinch face. Grinch face. When he gets sad or I angry. remember I said that like early on I was like well, who does he are, remind me of you guys are friends so I was not trying to put you out there like that but yes you did say that he looked like the Grinch I mean <laughs> Tim I'm sorry you do remind me of the Grinch a little bit <laughs> but people could say really mean things about my looks too so I'm also not on TV um but I don't have much hope I mean Tim just go home <laughs> yeah just go home Tim it was a fun trip yeah, while it lasted right and maybe try a different country maybe like <laughs> <laughs> Maybe try Brazil. I mean, if you like Latin women, right. you, there are other countries than Venezuela, Colombia. they're going through some issues, <laughs> so they might be a little more amenable to what you want to do. I'm right, just saying. Right, There's plenty. Argentina, Chile. There's Chile. plenty of other countries. Just pick another one. Uh, who do you want to do next? Oh, man. Can we talk about Angela and Michael real oh, quick? Oh, man. Because some fun <laughs> happened in Nigeria. Okay. So at least things seem to be going better for them. They do. Okay. Uh, but the big issue now has become Michael wanting to have a baby. And Angela hinted at it before she left. She had the conversation with her daughter, Skyla, about Michael wanting a baby. And I just need your egg. I can tote it. I just need your egg. Um, but here we are now where she's realizing that this is how, what's the solution here. So they go to a fertility clinic in Nigeria, in Nigeria. To see if Angela has any eggs left. <laughs> right. now, Angela is in her 50s. She has 53. She reveals that she hasn't had a cycle in seven months. So she is in menopause. Which is actually a little surprising. I thought it would have been a little bit later that she had had her last menstrual cycle. but Right, like two years ago. Right. Or but, like... <laughs> but it's only been seven months according to her. So that's actually... So the doctor does determine... That, that she has a beautiful looking uterus. She has a... Beautiful looking uterus. She has one egg, but it's not viable. Okay, so now she she's not going to be able to use her egg to have a baby with Michael. So now she's really relying on using one of her daughter's eggs. And that was the one thing Skyla was adamant, adamant against. About. Like, she's like, I might tote it, but you're not using one of my eggs with his to, you know... Because then it's like, well, what is the child to Skyla if it's right. her egg? That's her. It's her kid. Her daughter with oh him or son with him. <laughs> Can you even imagine trying to explain that to a kid? Oh, my gosh. I know. Thank- <laughs> Thankfully, I never have to do that. Oh, man. But Angela is happy because she is able to tote like she thought. So she does have a beautiful uterus. The uterus is in great condition, apparently. But she has to find an egg now. And she's thinking about going back to Skyland, which is really odd because she does have the other daughter. No, she- you no. The, well, the other daughter's like in prison. 
prison. Well, they can't like maybe she get some time off for helping out. I don't, I don't think so. No? I, don't, <laughs> That's not how that I don't think there's like like there's time off for good behavior, but I don't think there's any sort of like my 53 year old mom <laughs> needs one of my eggs for her Nigerian boyfriend. Uh, the court system doesn't look kindly upon that. That I guess. would scare me too because she, you know she's and she's in prison for something pretty horrific. So yeah. I I don't know about that DNA. I wouldn't. Well, it's partially Angela's. So That's a little. So where we leave off, they are leaving the fertility clinic and now she's got to find some eggs, but she can't afford a $3,000 wedding at the cotton patch. So unless Skyla will give her one, she's not going to be able to afford to purchase somebody else's egg. We got to look up the the cost. The going rate. For getting an egg. Hey Siri, how much is it to buy someone's egg? What would you like to convert? No, how much to buy an egg to have a baby? Okay, I found this on the web for no how much to buy an egg to have a baby. Oh. Check it out. The cost of a frozen donor egg cycle is anywhere from 16000 starting rate, and it goes up from there. I That's can't, way not, more than I thought, actually. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean 16000 That IVF treatments are thousands of dollars. Right, but I thought, you know, if you can just get an egg out of there... I don't really know how well, that Well, she's not having one of mine. I'm not <laughs> volunteering. If anybody else would like to volunteer, I'm sure she would take an egg from... That sounds like good money, though. But she doesn't want an egg from a stranger, right? Because then it's she not to, her yeah, kid. She, she wants to keep it in her bloodline. Oh, man. So it's going to have to be... This is some Jerry Springer stuff. It like is. This is like Maury Povich. Without, who's the dad? Without the who, question, because we will know who the dad well, is. We will know who the dad <laughs> is. Interestingly enough, did I tell you she's been on that show a couple times? She's been on Maury Povich? Maury or Jerry. It's like one really? or the other. Yeah, she's been on it a oh couple boy. of times. Oh boy. Anyways, moving on to Avery and Omar. I was going to say, let's talk about Avery and Omar because Omar's starting to get a little uh, intense. It's a little different. A little I think quiet um, stoicness is turning into kind of an intense, like... And all along, we've said we really like Omar. He seems to be a nice guy. He, he does. seems to have a good head on his shoulders. He's young, but he is ambitious. One of the only people on the show who appears to have any real career ambition. Right. Has a job, and he's <laughs> trying to go hire his job right now as we speak. Right. Periodontal dentistry, and he and Avery have been married. And after the first couple of days, everyone's starting to get a little bit more relaxed with each other. Absolutely. And Avery's real personality is starting to come out. The personality that Terry, Avery's mom, has been telling us about all along mm-hmm. how headstrong she is, how she doesn't like being told what to do, how she's going to do whatever she wants to do, whether you like it or not. Up until this point, Avery has been very subservient and very like, well, if Omar doesn't like that I dress this way, then I won't dress this way. Here we have Terry gone. The wedding has taken place. They are legally married. Avery's mom has gotten on a plane back to Ohio. Avery and Omar are together for five more days in Beirut, Lebanon. First, they're going shopping and Avery's talking about how she likes makeup and she likes she likes to buy things and head scarves and we and see omar roll, roll his, his eyes. eyes absolutely and the, that was the first thing that i was like mm, okay and then <laughs> they're at a restaurant a cafe and avery was talking about how she likes to dance in the street which 
Exactly. Like, it was one of those things where you're like, okay. All right. You shouldn't be allowed not to dance in the street, but at the same time, really. You're- and you're also in a Muslim country, and it's not the norm. You don't see women doing that in the street. And for someone who claims to be all about her new religion and her new culture, it's definitely not the norm. So here we have Omar saying, yeah, you, you can't do that. Like, that's, you got to stop that. We also hear Omar say that when they get into an argument, she should just be quiet. She should be quiet. <laughs> I can only imagine some of the explosive fights that are in the near future for these two. I wish I could say that to my wife. Just be quiet. Yeah, I wish I could tell her, hey, you know, when we get in an argument, you, you just go quiet. ahead. You be quiet. You let me handle this. <laughs> my dad would be like in a wheelchair. Yeah, exactly. My mom would like hit him in the knees with a baseball not, bat. Not happening. <laughs> so, yeah. So these two, I mean, listen, they're very young on top of the fact that this is a very different culture where the expectations between husband and wife and the roles are a lot different. How they're going to navigate that is going to be a challenge. It's certainly going to be something that Terry said, you know, when she gets tired of being told what to do now the one thing i will say that at least from what we can tell about omar is that even though he is very conservative he does not seem to possess any suppressed rage or it doesn't appear to have any real anger issues not like ziad right where you can really pick up sometimes on someone who even though they haven't shown it to us like you can just tell that there's some like anger omar seems more like frustrated kind of like you said like the rolling of the eyes like oh here we go again with crazy avery but he doesn't seem like oh the type that would like as soon as this camera's turned off right you were gonna get it young lady explosive so that's good uh well you brought up zied oh boy so (laughs) where we leave off at the first part of episode nine rebecca is freaking out (laughs) as she should they pull up to the market zied is gonna go have a conversation with his sister try to smooth things over between wm and rebecca right and before he walks off to go meet his sister he asks rebecca for money he wants to buy his sister a present he said present and at first she's like she i mean she didn't seem all that reluctant to open her wallet maybe give him a little bit but she was shocked when he asked for 500 dinar which is almost 200 us dollars she pulled out a stack of money and she was kind of going through it like you would like if you brought out a stack of 20s you're going to give someone like three or four of them and then he saw oh how much is how much is all that that he pretty I, much took almost all of it yeah i'll take that i'll take that just give me that next thing we know ziad is in the market with his sister and they're walking around. Which is exactly what we thought. It, w- it, it was, was the get. It was the uh, only obvious thing that he would be using this money for. The most expected moment of the show where he turns out that he's actually shopping for an engagement ring with her money for her. Buying her an engagement <laughs> ring with her own money, a la Britney Spears, Kevin Federline. Remember when he did that? But I still contend that he had a little bit of money. He just wanted to put hers with it. Like he had like 50 dinar and he wanted to put her 500 with well, it. Well, wouldn't he have said... <laughs> To his sister, oh, some of this is mine. Some of it I had to get from her. Also, like you pointed out, because I wasn't even really paying attention to the rings. You were like, the first ones they looked at were these like gaudy gold rings. And I went back and watched it and I was like, no, (laughs) no, not the gold rings. (laughs) Definitely the silver, white gold. Luckily, 
maybe his sister pointed him in the right direction. I don't know how he wound up actually selecting one that was appropriate, acceptable. (laughs) And his sister seems even more concerned than she did before. She, her facial expressions (laughs) are priceless. She does not hide her emotions at At all. all. And almost, like, you can tell she's almost almost amused by it. Almost. Because she laughs sometimes when he's telling her things. It's like an are you kidding me? Like, Like, of the absurdity of the fact, like, wait a minute, are you not ashamed that you took money from this woman? (laughs) Like, how could you do that? Just you say it invokes laughter for me because I'm like he really did just say hey give me 500 you know of dollars of your money of your money so that I can go buy you a ring but I'm not going to tell you okay. I just don't understand why you asked me for so much money um I want to buy something for my sister and uh, I tell you give me money because uh, because uh, not much money uh, for me you understand me and you think this is okay I want you to understand me <laughs> It's like $200. You didn't even ask me if I have that much money. Yes, I know. That's my you worried and that's my you angry. Because I'd not tell you what I do in this money, yes? Yes. Yes. Do you know what it looks like now? It looks like you just needed some of my money. And at this point, you're thinking, well, he's going to have to... He needs to tell her. Right. Like, oh, I got something for you. Right. Just at least, just tell her that. Just say, oh, it was something that I wanted to get for you. But instead, he makes it worse. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? She's clearly very unhappy about this. At least come up with something. He has nothing. That's the other thing is he had nothing to go into no. the story with. And then even after he still has nothing, he's just like, oh, what? You're this, this upsets you, huh? Yes, actually. <laughs> yeah, it does. Ziad. He is one of those people. I'm still not convinced that he's not using her and just looking for an opportunity. Okay. Uh, I don't necessarily believe that there's a lot of real, genuine affection on his part for her i at least my instincts don't tell me i think she actually believes like she's in love with him i think for him it's like oh she'll do she's an american i can get to the u.s true this will work that's that's how it feels to me like like she's good this is good enough yes let's do it and then it did i also found it very strange when he said well rebecca told me that if i needed money all i had to do was ask her and she would help me and that made me go rebecca why in the world would you say that especially after you what you went through with your ex but to your point like you said i think she really does think she's in love with him right and she also said earlier that he's asked for like or she's given him money before but never that much so it's never been like an issue a red flag type issue until today which ironically it's not necessary for it to be a red flag issue because it's a good thing but he's not (laughs) really projecting that to her yet so we know that zied has this engagement ring that he bought with her money that he plans to give to her and i'm guessing that's what we're going to see in episode 10 is the big proposal and whether or not in fact they get engaged it sounds like it's going to go in that direction i just i think it's a big mistake for her i don't know why i just don't feel like it's going to work in the long run i mean it may be for a couple years it'll be fine but i think long term she's going to get fed up and frustrated because i don't get the impression that he has any sort of real plan or motivation 100 agree with you to do anything once he gets here i don't think he has a plan an idea to him it's just kind of you know and he is young but to him it's just kind of like oh cool i'll just move to america with my wife yeah figure and, it out when i get there yeah, we'll figure we'll out see what happens he actually kind of said that like i can do lots of things when i get there don't worry speaking of another couple who's talking a lot about engagement akini and benjamin which we still don't know the bride price how 
how much is her bride price? I don't know. Oh, man. So Benjamin and Nikini are finally getting to spend some time alone together where we leave off in uh, part one of episode nine. They go to like a safari park mm-hmm. and the conversation comes up about her being a stepmom. She was very direct about not wanting to be a stepmom, yeah, which talk did not go well. Now it's like, mm, yeah, it, I don't it, know. And when it comes to her not having doubts about being a stepmom, the most discouraging part for me is the fact that it's not as if she's like, well, I'm super nervous and I just, you know, I really hope he likes me and I hope I'm a right, good stepmom. Right. It's more like, I don't want to be a stepmom. That's what she just said. I don't want to. Right. That would concern me a lot if I was Benjamin. <sighs> no. Sh- oh, you know what I almost <laughs> said. So then they go to dinner together. Here we have Akini who wants to order an alcoholic beverage. something to drink? Can I get a Fanta and uh, some mineral water? Oh, everything here has vodka, tequila, margarita. You've had a margarita before? You'll probably like it. Can I have that? Margarita. Yeah. That's the only one that she's allowed. <laughs> Thank you. Am I driving you a drink? No, I just wanted a drink today. Now, she is over the age of 21. So I think she should be able to order a drink and not feel bad about it at all. I thought Benjamin's reaction was almost like he was more parental to her. He was. He it was. was like, oh, I think she's had enough. No more for her. She can have one, but that's going to be it. Now, granted, she drank one margarita and claimed to be drunk. <laughs> now, do you think it was really one? Because, you know, sometimes they edit it. And when you're watching I it, think it was one. Because when I watched it over, because I watched it a second time, there's times when it went from being the full margarita that she received to like half full and then it would go back up possibly she had more like, than one almost full. if she got drunk off of one margarita i mean what a cheap drunk if she was really drunk too, that like. must be nice i <laughs> i mean i have a tough time with tequila because of a trip to cancun that i took when i was 18 so to this day i still don't drink tequila and also mind you tequila is probably one of the strongest True. of the alcohol so if anything is going to get you drunk fast it's tequila and, and if she, you're not used to it i could see how one drink and she seemingly never had tequila or at least margaritas before because she seemed like oh is it good should i have one of these oh, it's sweet like her reaction to it right. made it seem like she had never had one before she seemed really excited about the vodka because at first she's like oh all these drinks have vodka <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> but you could tell benjamin again i mean he even makes the comment that he hasn't had a drink in over a year and he brings up what if she's home alone with grace and she's drinking alcohol and not in a position to supervise and take care of him. And which I think is also a little extreme a on little his point. Extreme. Like, I mean, people in she's the not Darcy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. come on. Yeah, she's not going to. Hopefully, she's not going to be like passed out drunk in the living room while the child's like playing with knives right, and stuff. Right. You would hope that wouldn't. And happen. also, listen, it's the first time that the two of them uh, appear appear to be going out and having dinner together. Them, yeah, I mean, come on, like. He seemed like adults he was alone. can have drinks responsibly, and he definitely seemed to overreact to the her ordering an alcoholic beverage. And he said himself that she doesn't drink that often. That's been a while since she's had a drink. So, I mean, if that's the case, then yeah, you know, every once in a while she has a drink, she gets a little tipsy. You can kind of ease back a little bit. But it also, um, I found the fact that she asked about would he ever move to Kenya, and him being like, "Nah, I can't because of my son," which is a very valid reason. Yeah. Also highlights very much how the Americans in all these situations are kind of like uh our sacrifices have to be a lot less than the immigrants in these cases because all these immigrants obviously they're leaving their entire families all they know to come to america and it's kind of like well that's just what you have to do and with the americans it's kind of like if there's anything
thing that might put me out of position or I'm gonna uncomfortable. cut bait. I'm gonna cut yeah. my losses. Yeah. Well, mind you, there is an entire other show called 90 Day Fiance the Other Way there is where the Americans way. are willing to give up their lives and move elsewhere to be with someone overseas. Um, but this particular show the does show. very much tend to be about people who are like, nope, I am anchored in the U.S. <laughs> you come to the U.S., the end. End of story. There's no discussion. There's no flexibility there. It, moving on. Uh, so no Caesar in part two of episode nine. All we know in the preview is that he is going to arrive back home and now have to face all of his friends and let them know that in fact Jeez. there was no Maria. Uh, not that I think he would ever come clean but we might have to call Aloha Nails again at some point <laughs> and try to get him on the phone in some other capacity because the first time we attempted it did not go well but yeah, Cassie hung up on us. maybe now that some time has passed maybe once the show stops airing we might be able to get to the bottom of whether or not any of it was real all along. Because what people on Reddit say is that he's very vocal about the fact that he knew she wasn't going to show up. Mm. Anyways, are we on our last but not least? Let's see. Let's look here as I look across. Yes. Last but not least. Always a fun time. <laughs> always a fun time. Always a roller coaster of a time. Our friend Darcy. Oh, Darcy our friend Darcy and Tom. and Tom. They are on their last night in Albania. Thankfully, mercifully, yes. Thankfully, you know Tom is like, get me out of this place. They went to Albania in the first place to visit Darcy's twin sister, Stacy, and her fiance, Florian. Stacy has been engaged to Florian for over three years. They they met on their first trip. She went over there. She met the guy online. She goes over there. They get engaged on the first trip. It is three years later, and they are still engaged. While Darcy is in London with Tom, Stacy is in Albania with Florian. So Stacy convinces them to come to Albania and forego their trip to Gran Canaria, where Tom says he might have gotten wrapped up in the moment and proposed to Darcy, which you know is nothing just, but is is not true, but but you know is what set her off. Oh, yeah. like that is what has really angered her, brought up a lot of resentment towards her sister, sister because yep. now it's her sister's fault that she's not engaged to Tom because if they had gone to Grand Canaria it would have been the best day of her the life. The fairy tale would have continued. So it's the last night they say they're going out they're in a bar Darcy is slurring her speech <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Darcy is now crying outside. Yes. Because Stacy has antagonized her and and Stacy has definitely pushed all of her buttons. Stacy played this dueling boyfriend thing. We're like, oh, look at my man and we're kissing. We're so and we're, in love. We're Darcy so in love. Would, it, would just let it happen. Oh, my God. Yeah. So this setting her sister off and she knows it's going to do it, but she's doing it anyways and making it appear as if she's not doing anything wrong, but actually trying to help. Yeah. She actually has Tom on her side, basically. I mean, Tom is like, oh, why are you being so rude to Stacy? Darcy yeah so Darcy storms off she's outside she's upset she's crying she's slurring her words throwing a temper tantrum it's not fair now everyone is outside with her and this is the first time we've actually seen Darcy smoking a cigarette That's which true. I actually also thought was kind of an interesting that is true yeah I didn't know she was a smoker although then again sometimes when you're in Europe like uh, everyone else is doing it when in Rome when in Rome when in Albania <laughs> so now everyone's outside, and it's just Darcy doesn't know when to stop. And you guys think you're perfect? Yeah. No, no. Oh, nobody's oh. perfect. <laughs> Have fun. Okay. You're here with your man. You're double seven. I'm here with my yeah. little, my model. Happy family. Yep. So you're my sister, right? Yeah, and 
Yeah, and I know Florian being... loves you. Like, yeah. you know, she L- needs love. L- listen to me. It's like... I don't need love, Stacey. Don't make me look like a needy woman. Not. I just got on for many years. Stop bringing up the past. Listen to me. You hurt. You have the love. I've been stabbed in the heart so many times. Like, you don't understand. Florian, it's not. You stop it. Stop. You trust him? I trust him. Yeah, you trust. Is he in love with me? Yes, he's loved you. He's not in love with me yet. Why do you think I don't love you? Stacy. You don't need to like like, tap into Stacy. I'm asking you a question. Because I feel like I'm not in it but that's a projection from yourself to me i get mixed signals honestly so i'm not quite sure exactly where i fit in your life she doesn't know when to stop stacy won't stop and tom is still giving it to her straight like i'm not gonna get down on my knees and tell you that i love you if that's what you want i'm sorry that's not gonna happen i'm not gonna appease you but florian is also involved for some weird reason where he is trying to be this peacekeeper also the voice of reason slash antagonist like i don't know why florian keeps talking yeah i because i think they're all drunk (laughs) i think they're all drunk and Tom is the only one who apparently can, like, handle, handle his liquor. Right. Because uh, the other three, you can tell, are just... I mean, Stacey's hanging in there. I mean, she seems somewhat, somewhat, you know... She seems like she's probably been drinking, but she doesn't seem like she's lost control yet. She, yeah, she's she's two Flor- sheets to the wind. Florian has definitely lost control, and Darcy Darcy's on a whole nother... Yeah. Is four sheets to the wind. So, the self-esteem stuff, I get it. She brings up the past relationship again, and... Tom's like, I'm not, I don't want to be punished for what for what you've been through in the right. past. And uh, things are not going well. And they have one more week to go. After they get back from Albania, they're going to be in London for one more week one to more try week. to salvage this relationship. And I am surprised that Tom is going to introduce Darcy to his sister. Right. We know that's coming because we've seen it in the preview. Now, I love Tom's sister. Yeah, I'm she seems ready like for a more straight shooter. So that is to come. Hopefully, at least the last week will be less painful than the time in Albania. But with Darcy, you just never know. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fireworks. I mean, I feel like if I were Darcy's sister, I would pull her aside off camera and say, "Darcy, no more alcohol because <laughs> when you drink, you get super emotional, and this is being filmed for television, which you should know because you've already been on this show." And so the fact that the the thing that kind of gets me the most is like how you could put yourself in that position, knowing that every time you get drunk, you turn into a hot mess. I mean, I guess from Darcy's perspective, I can see where she's going to think, okay, this time is not going to happen. This time is not going to happen. This time, I'm going to keep it together and act like a normal person. And it happens because I see, you know, people who drink sometimes and they always say, oh, well, no, this time I'm only going to have one or two and then they end up having four and it goes bad. It's very interesting what you bring up about Stacy because that would require a level of self-awareness about herself and her sister that I don't know if Stacy doesn't have or Stacy doesn't care about because Right. Like cuz like we said on the last episode I do feel like there's a little bit of wanting to expose your sister right. so that everybody else sees what a train wreck because she is. Because it would make sense that you would see your sister and you would see that she's going down a path that's going to make her look bad and you would say, "Hey, hey, you know right, what? Like sit here, have a glass of water. Yeah, Let me get you some water. water. Like let's just, you know." But that doesn't ever seem to be the case no. with Stacy. Stacy always wants to like 
push the envelope, bring up the conversation again. Hey, why don't you have a good time with Tom? Like I'm having a good time with my model. You have James Bond. I have my model over here. And it just seems like, oh, Florian, she just needs love, which really set Darcy off. Oh, like, yeah. Stop making me seem so needy. And she seemed. <laughs> don't ex- worry. Nobody is making you <laughs> right. seem any needier extreme, than you're making yourself seem. <laughs> extremely needy in that moment. So I don't know. These It's, it's going to be good to get Stacey out of the mix for yes. a little bit, hopefully. Yes. Unless they surprise us by bringing Stacey to London, which would just be... No, (laughs) don't do it. So yeah, so episode 10 of 90 Day Fiance Before the 90 Days will air in its entirety Sunday night. We have not seen any of it yet. We will all see it together. That's right. We're all going to watch it together Sunday night. We'll be back early next week with our next Reality Bites podcast episode. And of course, make sure you find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, rate, and subscribe.